Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to teach children about the Sabbath and to lead them through a study of the Bible. Remember to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. Auntie Nat, it's great that you could all join us to meet with the King. Come and join our worship time together. Hello, Auntie Cecily. Welcome to our worship time. Hello, Auntie Nat. And hello, children. Welcome to our worship time. It's great that you could come here to meet the King. Auntie Cecily, would you like to say a prayer for us so that we can open our worship time together? Yes. Dear Lord, thank you for taking care of us during the week. And thank you for bringing us safely to another Sabbath day. We're grateful that we are all here together to worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do you know this is a great time to reflect on our blessings that God has sent us this week. Jamaica, you have a blessing to tell us. God blessed me this week by giving me an opportunity to meet my friend, old friend, and um, he wants to come to church. That's great, Jamaica. Thanks for sharing that with us. Auntie Cecily, you're going to share something with us as well about the Sabbath. Yes. The last two Sabbaths, we've talked about resting on the Sabbath. Today, I want to talk to you about what we can do on the Sabbath. In the Bible, Jesus gave an example for us to follow. Mm. Mark 1.24 and Luke 4.16 in the New Testament tells us that Jesus went to church on the Sabbath day. Mm or in the time of Jesus, it was called a synagogue. God wants us to fellowship with other people who worship on the Sabbath. Here we can worship God together through singing and praying, as well as learning from the teaching of the Bible and sharing the goodness of our God with others. God realizes that it is important for us to have the companionship of others of like faith. As we learn to worship with others, it mm. strengthens our love for others. And that helps us to grow closer to God. Thank you, Auntie Cecily. God is so good. Do you know another way we can worship God is through song? We have Pastor Rick here today to help us. Thanks, Pastor Rick. Hello, boys and girls. We're going to sing My Sabbath You Shall Keep. My Sabbath You Shall Keep for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord that does sanctify you. My Sabbath you shall keep for it is a Rejoice in the Lord always. Absolutely. You ready? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. 
Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Pastor Rick, can we please sing In His Time? Yes. How many of us know it? All of us? In his time, in his time, he makes all things beautiful. In his time, Lord, please show. Thanks, Pastor Rick. It's great to praise God in song. Sarah, we discovered a blessing at Sunnyside this week. Will we show the children at home about that? Yes. Okay, let's go have a look at it. Hello, boys and girls. My name is Dr. John Hammond. Welcome to the Australian home of Mrs. Ellen White. Come with me. I've got some stories to tell you. This building, Sunnyside, where we're sitting, was built over a hundred years ago. Let me tell you something about this house. It has the hardest timber you have ever seen. And I know because I bought a house here in Kurumbong built about the same time. And I've brought along a piece of wood. This wood is so hard that if I put it in water, it sinks and when I had to do some renovations and I had to hammer a nail in I had to drill it before the nail would go in or dip the tip in oil and then put it in very hard work and Mr. Conley was one of the builders and he had a little bit of a problem and that was a problem that some builders have if something went wrong, he would, excuse me, swear. Why would he swear? Well, if I'm hammering a nail, and I'm holding the nail, and I've got a hammer, and I hit it hard, and it slides off and gets me in the finger, that was Mr. Connolly's problem. And the other problem was, he used to go around the corner, when Mrs. White wasn't watching, after he'd hit his thumb, and he would take something out of his pocket, put it in his mouth, 
and set it on fire. What was it? Cigarette. Exactly a cigarette. Mrs. White wasn't very happy. And Mr. Connolly was trying hard to give up smoking and swearing. Well, one night, there was a terrific storm here, blowing the tops off the trees, shaking the house, rain almost coming in sideways. And the next morning, Ellen woke up at three o'clock. Because of all the noise, she hadn't slept. And she started to write. And just as it got daylight, she said to Sarah, her helper, saddle up the horse. A baby was born last night and we're going to go and visit. And she knew the baby was Mr. Conley's baby. And off they went over the road, down the hill, up towards Martinsville until they came to the farm. It took a long, long time to get in. There was water on the road, branches on the road, branches everywhere. And they went up to the house and knocked on the door. And there was a little girl, same age as you, same as your name. Her name was Sarah. And they opened the door. She was a bit worried. Oh, has Daddy been swearing? Is he going to get the sack? We need this work. Oh, maybe he was smoking and he set fire to Sunnyside. But instead of that, Alan went in and she said, I think a baby was born here last night. They said, yes. Can I see the baby? Went into the room where Mummy was. They couldn't see the baby. They pulled back the blanket and there was a little wrinkly-faced baby. And its name was John, which is my name. And Ellen said, I would love to hold the baby. Can I hold the baby? And she held the baby. Ellen was getting old. She had a wrinkly face. The baby had a wrinkly face and she put the soft face and she held him. Then she said, can I say a prayer? And you know, they weren't even Christians. But they said, please, yes, pray. And prayed for this baby. But before she gave little John back to his mummy, she held him up and she said, this baby, look after him. He's going to grow and he's going to be a mighty worker for God. And he was. He lived for many, many years. He became a mighty preacher. And when he died, he was 87 years old. They put a big rock on his grave from the place where he was born. If you go up to the cemetery, one of the first graves you see is Pastor J.B. Conley. And he became a mighty man for God. Alan White held him up and blessed him in the name of God. What a wonderful life he led and his daddy gave up smoking and swearing and became a great worker for God as well. G'day boys and girls, happy Sabbath. Welcome to our Bible study. I hope you have your Bibles ready so you can read along with us. Auntie Cecily, can you please say a prayer for us before we read the word? Yes. Dear Father, thank you for your word and thank you for your promises. Please help the girls and boys at home and with us here to understand what we read. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Ella, what did we study about last Sabbath? The story of Abraham and Sarah. Mm, and did God keep his promise? Yes. He did. And was Abraham faithful? Yes. Yes. And what happened? 
Abraham and Sarah had a son. Mm, and what was his name? Isaac. Isaac. And we're going to study about that in the Bible, how God provided a very special wife for Isaac. So, Liam, can you please read for us Genesis 24, 2 to 4. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all the, that he had, Please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife, that you will take a that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell, but you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. Mm. So Abraham didn't want a Canaanite woman for his son Isaac. And the reason being is because they worshipped idols. Do we worship idols? No. no, we worship the one and true God. And that's what he wanted his servant to do. Okay, Ella, you're going to read for us Genesis 24, 7. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family, and who spoke to me and swore to me, saying, To your descendants I give this land, he will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. Mm. So Abraham is repeating the promise to his servant that God gave him, that he will have many descendants, and an angel will go before him and help him find the wife because the servant was a little bit worried about that. But Abraham was just reassuring him that everything was OK. Now, Elijah, you've got a very special reading for us from our torchlight, Mrs. White's readings. That's going to explain that a little bit more. Can you read that for us? If there is any subject which should be carefully considered and in which the counsel of older and more experienced persons should be sought, it is the subject of marriage. If ever the Bible was needed as a counsellor, if ever divine guidance should be sought in prayer, it is before taking a step that binds persons together for life. Mm. So Isaac trusted his father Abraham with the godly wisdom that he had that he was going to find the right wife. For Isaac and Elijah, you're going to read for us Genesis 24:10 as well. Thank you. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, for all his master's goods were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to to the city of Nahor. Okay, Mesopotamia. Now that was a long way away. And Abraham's servant took all those camels with him to go get the special person that God had for him for Isaac. Now, Kate, can you please read Genesis 24, 12 to 14, please? Then God said, O Lord of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, here I stand by the well of water and behold, the daughters of men of the city are coming to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman who I ask, I say, whom I say, please let down your pitcher and may I drink. And she says, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. 
and by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Mm, so Abraham's servant prays to God to show him the right wife. Let's read the next verse, Auntie Cecily, to see whether God answered his prayer. That's in Genesis 24, 15 and 17 to 19. And it happened before he had finished speaking that behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Verse 17. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. So she said, Drink, my lord. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she'd finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Wow, so did God answer Abraham's prayer, Abraham's servant's prayer? He did straight away. God's so good. He led him straight to the family. Ben, can you please read Genesis 24, 26 to 27 to see what happens next? Then the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. As for me, being on the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. Good. So Abraham's servant, what does he do? He bows down and worships God because he's so grateful that God answered his prayer. Isn't that great? Okay, so Abraham's servant, with God's help, found Isaac's wife. He took Rebecca back to Isaac. Let's find out what happens to Rebecca. Sarah, you're going to read Genesis 25, 20 to 21, please. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Paddan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Right. So this is becoming a pretty familiar story, isn't it, about these women not being able to have babies. So Isaac prayed to God... And he answered Isaac's prayer and Rebecca finally became pregnant. But something happened. Liam, you're going to read for us Genesis 25, 22, please. But the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to, went to, an inqu- went to inquire of the Lord. Mm, so her baby was moving so much in her womb. She was getting a bit worried. She thought she'd better go pray to God about it and ask him what's going on. So Ella, you've got our next verse, Genesis 25, 23. Let's see what God tells her. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your body. One one people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Mm, So basically God was telling Rebecca that she was having to... Twins. Twins. Yeah, she was having two babies. And that's why there was so much movement in her tummy. But something else that God told her that was a bit strange, the older would serve the younger. younger. Yes. Okay. well, let's see what happens. Elijah, can you please read for us Genesis 25, 24 to 26? So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over. 
so they called his name Esau. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, his brother came out and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when he, she bore them. Right, so who's the oldest? Who came out first? Esau. And who came out second? Jacob. Jacob, that's right. Okay, let's see what happens with the boys. Kate, can you read Genesis 25, 27 to 28, please? So the boys grew, and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man, dwelling in, the, in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Mm. So we've had two very different boys here. One liked to roam free all over the country and the other one loved to hear the stories of God. Now, if we look at our story today, it's all about prayer, isn't it? And how God answered prayer. He answered Isaac's servant's prayer. He answered Rebecca's prayer. So God is good. Okay, let's quickly go to Jeremiah 33.3, our memory verse. And let's read that together. We ready? Yeah. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. What a great promise. Thanks, boys and girls, for joining us today in reading our Bibles. I hope you have learned how much God loves to answer our prayers. He cares for you so much. Next Sabbath, we are going to read what happens to these two brothers and how a lie can get us into a lot of trouble. We've just studied in the Bible about how important prayer is. The Bible is filled with stories of how God answers prayer. By reading these stories, it strengthens our faith in prayer and builds our relationship with Jesus. Because of this, we want to encourage you to read your Bibles, not only on the Sabbath day, but every day. Auntie Nat, would you tell us about the devotional that relates to our study today? Sure. We have a seven day devotional study available on Isaac and Rebecca, the subject we just studied together. This devotional expands on what we learnt. You can download it and print it free from our website, which is on the screen. This will help you to read your Bible every day and to spend time getting to know God. Aunty Cecily, will we read our memory verse that we learnt today? Yes. You ready to read it together, children? Yep. Jeremiah 33.3 Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Auntie Nat, are you ready to sing our blessing song to the children? Yes, let's do that.
Sabbath, I like going on nature walks and spending time with my friends. On Sabbath, I like going to Sabbath school, then after church, coming home and having a nice lunch. On the Sabbath, I like reading my Bible and I like listening to the sermon and looking at the verses from the sermon. And I also like going to church because it's fun to learn about God. You have been listening to a production of 3AB in Australia Television. God bless you, kids. Remember to join us next week.